Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the episode. If you are a new listener, I am Monica Yates, the host of Feminine as Fuck, and I am very excited to have you here. Here, I want to remind you guys that if you love the episode, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a written review. And if you do so, just shoot us an email to support at monikeyateshealth.com with a screenshot of that email, and we will send you the special exclusive audio track that is just for you podcast listeners. Okay. So in today's episode, we are talking about something that I am jammed to talk about. I was actually just doing a little bit of research and I got this inspiration to talk about this topic and that is yo-yoing in business. And I want to say this is related to so many other areas of your life. So as you listen to this episode, I don't want you to just listen for how am I possibly yo-yoing in my business? I want you to also listen to how am I yo-yoing in my life? And when I'm referring to yo-yoing, I'm obviously referring to like fully in then fully out, right? We know yo-yo dieting, as in you're fully into this fad diet and then you're fully out of the diet. You're binge eating all the crap food that you couldn't eat on the diet. And what I'm starting to see with business and why I've said the yo-yoing in business is, and you know what, I'm really, I really want to actually just preface like kind of a disclaimer for this episode that I have written down a few notes that I'm going to mention This is more of a conversation of something that I'm observing. I don't necessarily have, I'm going to share my thoughts on it currently. Those thoughts could obviously change. And um, yeah, so don't hold me to these thoughts in three years time, but this is more of a conversation that I want to make you guys aware of so that you don't do this to yourself so that you can try and reduce this as much as possible. And obviously life happens, especially for, you know, women, we can't just be, and we shouldn't just be showing up and pushing ourselves and burning ourselves out all the time. And men shouldn't be burning themselves out all the time. But as you guys know from my other episodes, it's much easier for men to be pushing through hard times than it is for women and they can do it. Their nervous systems can handle it. Our nervous systems can't. So this episode isn't then say, oh, well, if you're going through something, you can't like, you know, oh, you should just be pushing through. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever because I wouldn't be doing that. What I want this episode to do for you is to make you aware of how yo-yo business, how yo-yoing in your business can happen. And therefore I want you to think about what you could be doing right now to reduce that happening in six months time, a year's time, three years time, four years time, if life just happened. Okay. So when I'm referring to yo-yoing in business, what I am referring to is where people will get obsessed with running their business, say a certain way, or they're chasing after money, or they're chasing after success, or they're chasing after growth, right? They're all in. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Listen to this with an open mind. This is this is literally just for you to reflect on yourself, this episode. They're fully in it. And then all of a sudden, generally what happens is they burn out and then they go the other extreme. And I'm noticing this with a lot of women in particular, because obviously we burn out more easily. We hit walls more easily and we will throw the towel in, especially when we have been running a business and operating a business from a very masculine way. Now we all need masculine structures in our business. That is imperative. I have masculine structures in my business and the more my business grows and the bigger this gets and the more that I want to be doing in the world with my business, the more important it is that I have these masculine structures in place so that I don't burn out, so that I am not yo-yoing, so that I don't hit walls. 
But what I'm noticing is that a lot of these quote unquote feminine leaders, feminine entrepreneurs, feminine whatever you want to call them, they are, they get obsessed with their growth and it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And so what happens is they'll be going, they'll be going, they'll be making, you know, millions a year or whatever it is they're making, right? Or hundreds of thousands of dollars a year doing whatever it is they're doing. And then all of a sudden it's like crickets. Where the fuck have they gone? What have they been doing? And of course, you know, and I, this would be dumb for them not to do. Of course, they're going to use that as a marketing strategy of like, you know, as in they, they haven't gone to crickets for a marketing strategy. They've gone to crickets because of life, right? And they've burnt themselves out or they, you know, life has happened because life does happen and they don't have the structure in place to continue showing up in their business. And so what happens is, of course, duh, they're going to use it as a marketing strategy because that would be really silly not to. Um, they're going to use it as a marketing, marketing strategy to promote feminine leadership or feminine like business or whatever it is. And why I raise my eyebrows at this and why I wanted to bring this conversation to the tables is I'm like, is that feminine leadership? To me, that isn't feminine leadership. To me, that is, I mean, it's kind of, I guess if you want to get really feminine, masculine and nitpicky with this, it's kind of unhealthy feminine because it's lacking integrity. It's lacking consistency. Now the integrity and consistency is technically masculine, but for any business, there needs to be masculine. And so, okay, yes, maybe your business is fully feminine, but is that a good thing to be yo-yoing? In my, in my opinion, no, because you have people on the other side that will see that very often as not a good look, in my opinion. It's not a good look. Doesn't make you seem more or less trustworthy when you are yo-yoing in and out of you showing up. It makes you less trustworthy. And I want to say, this doesn't mean that you can't have a week off Instagram if life is happening. Or this doesn't mean that you, this, this does not mean that you can't have a quiet time when life is happening. I want to give you an example. So when I got engaged, the weekend that I got engaged, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know it was happening, obviously. My team did know it was happening. Well, one of my team members knew it was happening. And so she actually made a really big effort to make sure that all my work was done prior to that. I thought we were going to a cabin, as you guys would know from my previous episode, I thought we were going to a cabin that would have probably had no service. And we booked that cabin like you know, two months into our relationship. So I always planned to not really be working that weekend because I didn't think we'd have service because we were in buttfuck nowhere. So I had my team posting for me that weekend and just them handling things in case we didn't get service. Obviously he popped the question. And so we did have service because as you guys would know, we were not in a fucking cabin. Um, he took me to the Amman hotel instead or the, in Utah, that one. Um, but still I didn't want to post. And obviously my team knew that was going to happen. Now I was in my, in, you know, in, uh, compared to usual, I was pretty MIA that week on Instagram stories. I was still posting. I was still showing up. I was still giving little snip, like little snippets. And my team was actually posting for me that weekend, that week with Black Friday stuff. And we were launching the embodiment of dating and be loving on a mother during that time. So there was still things being posted. They had some vibey, you know, ski shots from 
previously that I'd sent them so they could use that as any filler images that they needed. And I was still posting here or there when my fiance wasn't with me. And I was like, oh, I've got some time alone. I kind of feel in the vibe. I'll just quickly share something on Instagram. Um, now, it wasn't because I didn't want to show up. Well, it kind of was because I wanted to be in my bubble. But what was important to understand is that life does happen. But in those moments, one, I was still showing up a little bit. And I really was saying, you know, I'm still a little bit MIA this week, but you'll all understand why soon. So people in People were in, I was in communication with them. They didn't feel, at least I, I really tried to ensure that people didn't feel like I, they couldn't trust me. It was just that something exciting was happening. So really, in fact, it kept the mystery. Um, that would be an example where yes, life happens. And I had the masculine structures in place to ensure that it wasn't coming across as there being a lack of integrity. I didn't just fall off the face of the earth. And I do want to preface for anyone also listening, no, your Instagram followers are not entitled to just seeing you every day. No, you don't need to show up when you necessarily don't want to, but also if you want to grow your business, you actually do. There is, it's so dependent on where you are in your business and what is going on. I personally think that the advice of you can show up whenever you want, or you have to show up every day, no matter what, it's like, it's very general. And I'm sure I've said that before. And the consistency is actually really important. Full stop the end. The consistency is very important. And I also want to say that it depends where you are in your business. You know, I'm five years in, me being a little bit MIA one week isn't going to, it's not going to do anything bad for my business. For other people being MIA one week, you are forgotten because you're new. So, or being MIA for a month, bad fucking news. So for example, when I, depending on when this is coming out, when I'm writing my book and I'm a, a little bit more MIA for those six weeks, as I'm in that crunch period before I have to hand it in, I'll be a little bit more MIA than usual, but I'm not going to be completely MIA because it is my responsibility as a business owner to not do that. So I have to learn to juggle all of those things. As a business owner, you have to learn how to be, how to show up in a way that is sustainable. And this is why I personally am a big advocate for feminine leadership with the masculine structure. Feminine leadership does not just mean you show up whenever you fucking feel like it and then you, you know, are dawdling around the rest of the day. If you are serious about running a business, that comes with responsibility. It comes with you need to show up in integrity. And whilst, okay, integrity and consistency and discipline, they're technically masculine energies. Well, a mother that is primarily feminine, she doesn't just decide one day, I don't feel like looking after my children, at least a healthy mother. She doesn't feel like one day, I just don't want to look after my kids one day. No, she has a responsibility to her children. You have a responsibility to your business, to the people that are on your email list or watching your Instagram stories or your podcast listeners. Again, life can happen. One week, you're not posting an episode. No one's going to die. I'm a big believer in that. It, you know, you killing yourself to get an episode out because you have to have one every Monday. I'm like, no, right? A couple times a year, if you slipped and you forgot one, it's okay. But what I've been seeing a few times is these quote unquote feminine business owners. And again, I don't necessarily know all of them personally. I know a few personally. I don't necessarily know all of them personally. So this is a generalization, but again, take what you want, leave the rest. This could be really good self-reflection for some of you, even in your careers. 
I personally think that is a bad look being MIA for a few months because you know what it tells me? Your business is unsustainable. It tells me, what have you been doing for the last three years? You've been claiming to the whole world, this is how you run a feminine business, blah, blah, blah. But then you just go MIA. And I know that you probably, you know, are still having a few clients come in X, Y, and Z, but I know for a fact that you're making less money. Of course, one, some of these people have shared that they are and that they are the happiest they've ever been in their lives, which proves that money doesn't buy happiness. And also it proves that, you know, it, it proves to me that the last however many months or years you have been hustling and burning yourself out. So yes, you've been making however many hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, but has it been done in a sustainable way? No. Now, caveat, really important one. This does not mean that you cannot make hundreds of thousands of dollars in a sustainable way every month because I make at least six figures every month. I'm not burnt out. I get up every day. I bounce out of bed. I'm excited for the day. I work out every day. My adrenals are great. My health is great. My period. And you all know your period is your monthly report card. It tells you more than your doctor often tells you most of the time. It's all fantastic. No PMS. My relationship is great. My health is good all of those things that are indicators that I'm good, my body's in alignment and my health is in alignment. And why that is the case is because yes, I have feminine leadership and I have that structure and that discipline and the strategies and the processes and the support and the team and all those and the boundaries, the boundaries to allow me to be doing this for five plus years. So again, it doesn't mean that you can't take a few months off. However, all of a sudden taking a few months off to me just raises a little bit of an eyebrow. And again, your followers aren't entitled to your personal life. That's not what I'm saying, but I personally think that it's responsible. And if I was taking a few months off, I would give everyone to give everyone a heads up of I'm not going anywhere in terms of my business isn't ending. You can still book me in, but I actually need to just not be on Instagram for a few months. I need a break. I get that. And why can't your team post? Why can't you schedule posts for a whole month and then your team post for you? And I personally, at the moment, like posting things myself most of the time, except for obviously that weekend when I was getting engaged because the energy and it just feels good, blah, blah, blah. And I also want to share with you guys, and I'm going to do like a whole business update and everything for you that you'll, that you'll be able to listen to soon. I also know that I won't be able to when I'm a mom. I don't know what my pregnancy will look like. I might not be able to post. I might not be able to show up on Instagram when I'm pregnant, for example. That doesn't mean that I'm going to let my business crumble. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be MI like that. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to be on Instagram stories. I'm not going to be giving you guys information and content. Why? Because I'm committed to my business. I'm committed to my why. I'm committed to where I want this to go and to helping people. And I have been committed to that from day dot. What I question and why I want to bring this to your awareness is from a viewer's point of view, you have to be aware that they don't know what's going on in your personal life. So they are going to make an assumption. And if you are all of a sudden MIA, not showing up, not giving value, you know, kind of admitting that you need a break from work, why this raises an eyebrow for me is, okay, so does that mean that everything that you were saying for the last eight months was a lie. 
that you want actually running your business from the femi- from the feminine that you does that make sense that's what i want to help you guys hone in on today and ask yourself that is my business is my career is my health is the way that i'm you know parenting i'm not necessarily parenting but running my household are all of those things sustainable are all of those things sustainable because you can yo-yo even in the way that you're running your house. Let's say one week it's like, you know, it's you're being anal as fuck with tidying. And then all of a sudden you burn yourself out from being a control freak. That's happened. That happens. And then your house is chaos. Is that good for your family? No. Is that fair? No. Is it fair on your body or maybe what you're sharing with the world for you to be on this restrictive diet and then all of a sudden you're yo-yoing off the other end because you can't keep it up anymore? No, integrity is everything. And at the end of the day, people figure shit out because nothing is private anymore, at least for most of the time, right? So many things aren't private. And I have thought about before when I've seen you know, for example, I hired this coach a while ago and, um, this is like ages ago in the beginning of my business. I hired her for business stuff. And then maybe like two years later, she announced on Instagram that she hated being a business coach and blah, 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 and that she's selling all of her courses and the recordings of her masterminds and whatever for like 90% off. For some of you, you might not have the same perspective as me. That's totally fine. For me, I was like, what the fuck? It felt so gross because it was like, well, two years ago or a year ago, it was quite soon after, you fully believed in this. And now all of a sudden you're like, nope, that's bullshit. That was my perspective. That was how I read and a lot of other people that I spoke to read her Instagram marketing. That could have been a bad job on her, you know, um, and it definitely could have been done a much better way. And this is why it's really important to Just make sure that what you're doing feels 100% right and you 100% back it and it's sustainable because there's nothing worse than someone kind of thinking you're a hypocrite. It doesn't, it doesn't show with integrity. It doesn't, it has a lack of integrity. And especially with a business that is heavily online, I think integrity is something that's really important and it differentiates you from other people in the industry. It differentiates you from other people in the industry. That's really important because at the end of the day, people want to be working with someone that feels reliable. They want to be hiring a company or an agency that feels like they can trust them and that they're going to be there when they need them. Not just all of a sudden they're going to be MIA because they've burnt themselves out. That's their fault. That is a lack of due diligence on their end. But guess who suffers? the clients, the customers, the followers, the people that have bought from them in the past, they all suffer because it makes them think, wait, did they do a bad job when I was working with them because she was about to be she was about to be burnt out or he was about to be burnt out or whatever it is. So this is a really important to think thing to think about. I know I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Are you running your business in a sustainable way? I say this to all of my business coaching clients. Because so many women don't. They get so caught up. It's a, it's a feminine thing often. They get so caught up in the excitement of the moment that they don't think about a year from now. They don't think about two years from now. And that is something that I, I guess, pride myself on um, is that I'm always trying to think for you guys and for me and for my team, 
is this sustainable? Am I going to back this still in two years time? Am I doing this in a way that is full of integrity? Is this process, is this program X, Y, and Z sustainable? I have a capacity planner so I don't get burnt out. So I know how many clients I can be taking. And so I can be doing a very, very, very good job with every single one of them and not be you know, exhausted by the end of the week so that my Thursday or Friday clients get the shit end of the stick. That would not be fair. That would not be an integrity, would it? Like you have a responsibility, especially if you are working with people to ensure that you are setting yourself up in a way that allows them to feel like they are getting the best version of you. So yeah, I have a capacity planner. I have an editorial calendar. And these things I really have to implement as my life and my business got a lot busier. The more that we have in my business, the more that we have going on in the business, the more important it is that I have these systems and calendars and structures, not because I live my life through my calendar. I don't have like my shower and lunch and everything in my calendar. That would make me feel so stressed because white space is really important, but I need to have things like EdCal, like my EdCal. I need to have things like SOPs and, you know, we need to have processes in place and all that stuff because otherwise we're wasting time. It's more shit on your head. It's more last minute decisions and it drains you. And all of those things also increase the chance of you burning out. Decision-making is a very, very, very big energy drainer. So a lack of masculine structure in a business will often cause a lot more decisions to have to be made every day because there's a lack of systems and procedures and processes. All of those decisions add to the burnout. I show up every single day. I work pretty much all the time. I love my job so much. It actually is harder for me to not work than work. I love being creative. You know, if I'm not coaching, it's I'm doing, you know, admin stuff. I'm writing emails. I'm making content. I'm thinking about next projects or writing my book, or I'm just, my brain is always on because I love it so, so, so much. And how do I not burn out? I make sure that all of those little energy leaks are absolutely closed because if I love my job and I'm working all the time, but at the same time, I'm trying to do 50 million admin things that are on repeat, of course, I'm going to be exhausted all the time. So, you know, as women, we can work, we can show up, we can run empires and lead things. You just need to make sure that you're doing it in the right way. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to do it very long. You have to understand the way that your body works as a woman with our nervous system so and how you work and you have to have the self-awareness, like the deep, deep, deep self-awareness and the tools and the strategies, not just in your personal life, but also in your professional life. Like the way that I show up in my business is different to the way that I show up in my personal life. There is a very big differentiating factor in terms of where energy is spent on things, right? That's really important. So sustainability is everything and you doing things in a way that's going to last and reduce uh, energy leaks is going to make, going to ensure that there is a higher likelihood that you do not burn out. Friends, for the first time since 2019, I will be doing my first completely live program this year called Her. 
and it is not to be missed. And I mean that it is for every single woman on every walk of life, whether you have your own business, whether you don't have your own business, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're not in a relationship, if you want to be able to fully embrace feminine leadership in every area of your life so that even when you do have to lead something, you're not doing it in a way that will drain you, then you need to get on the wait list via the link below. Also, I want to say a trend, not a trend. I don't want to say a trend, actually. Something that I've also noticed in the industry. And again, take what you want, leave the rest. Always, always, always. Some people are always creating a million new offers. Cool. I've got a bunch of new offers coming out 2023. Little things, masterclasses. You guys are going to be obsessed with them. For example, I'm going to do a masterclass on how I manifested my fiance. Um... I'm going to do a like masterclass, but like also a healing, a healing, a group healing session. I don't know what I'm going to call it right now. Um, on, uh, getting clear skin, the energetic side of it. So that's going to be fantastic. Like a little mini trauma call. Um, that's, there's great things coming out. I love, I love having new offerings and always creating 20 million new offerings every year but not actually focusing on selling long-term is going to lead to burnout. It's not creating long-term success because every launch, there is so much output because you are selling something that no one's heard about, no one knows about. There's no testimonials. There's no feedback. It's a new program. You're showing up in a new way. You have new nerves for that program. It's so much newness. And I love new things and that's going to exhaust the hell out of your nervous system. So whilst new offerings are great, in my opinion, I do not think having 50 new offerings a year is great. Not for, not for true, true leadership as a feminine woman, because you will burn yourself out. It's not creating long-term success. Have a great product suite. And you know, you guys know I have a lot of offerings, masterclasses, short courses, longer courses, you know, my one-on-one coaching, we have events, we have got the feminine CEO, Queen Alchemy, there's a million different things. And they have all been built over a five-year period. Queen Alchemy was made in, I think, 2019. Yeah, 2019. And I started off as the feminist fuck mastermind. And then I had Queen Alchemy as well as that. And then we blended the two. So that's been going on for five years, nearly five years. The feminine CEO, that's been going on for nearly just as long. It used to be called Baba. We have Be Love and Not a Mother, for example. That started towards the end of 2020 that started. So that's been going on for two years. And again, selling, repurposing, you know, I re-recorded the modules. Great. You can redo those things and that's not necessarily going to burn you out, but I'm not trying to sell something new every fucking month because that is exhausting. It's great when people, they've heard about Be Love and Not a Mother, for example, they go to the website page or they've heard about the feminine CEO slash Baba, what it used to be called. They go to the website page, they see the testimonials, they see the modules, they get right into it. Like It's a completely different experience for you and for the consumer on the other side. Something like, um, what else? Uh, the Boundaries Masterclass. The Boundaries Masterclass I made pretty sure 2021, I want to say, or very early 2022, one of the two. And again, we repurpose it. The Feminine Female Breadwinner I made and towards the middle end, uh, like three quarters of the way through 2022. And again, I will keep repurposing that. And in fact, for something like the Feminine um, Female Breadwinner, 
when I was setting up for that call, uh, I my, my office wasn't completely done at that point. It still isn't completely done. And I wanted, it was really important for me to make sure that the setup was aesthetically pleasing so that in three years time, I would still be happy with that video going out to the world. That's sustainability. Thinking about in five years time or in three years time, will I still be happy with this? For example, be love and not a mother. I'm re-recording those modules, not because the content isn't good. The content is fucking great, but because two of those modules were, were, were recorded in the mountains in Switzerland and the reception was kind of shitty. So it's a bit blurry in some chunks. Don't love it. I've got a beautiful new space. I have the time and the space in my calendar. It's not going to burn me out. So we're re-recording. Um, what was I going to say? For uh, two of the other modules as well, they were done during uh, the lockdown in London. And I was like, you know what? That vibe just isn't killing it. I want to redo it. The content is still fantastic. I have this space in my calendar. We're using it to help with the, with the launch. So I'm killing two birds with one stone. And I'm going to make sure that when, you know, I've, I've made sure with these already, uh, already modules one and two have been re-recorded earlier this year and modules three and four are being recorded, were recorded at the end of 2022. Again, depending when this episode goes out. And uh, when I'm recording these modules, again, got to make sure the lighting's on point, the backdrop's on point, the outfit's on point, everything's on point. So in five years time, I'm still happy with that content going out. It doesn't mean that you can't tweak programs or that you can't add to them or take them away and make them better, but the energy and the effort required of every three months having so much new content is going to drain you. It really will drain you. And I am doing this episode because I really have seen a lot of women you know, that are in business get obsessed with success and money and growth and follow account and making X of hundreds of thousands of dollars a month or, or making $3 million a month and then uh, $3 million a year. And then the next year they got a quantum leap and make six. It's okay if you make only $100,000 more the next year or $50,000 more the next year, or you say the same the next year, because guess what? What is more important is that you still have an operating business in three years time rather than killing yourself to quantum leap. And really you're not quantum leaping. You're actually hustling is what you're doing. And then you burn yourself out. And then in reality, are you winning? No. Is the business winning? No. Is the business still going to be there in three years time? Mm, Probably not. Or if it is, you'll be going, you'll be going down in money because you'll have to figure out this new balance, and you will not be able to sustain running your business the way that you have been running it. I really want to make sure you guys understand this is not to make anyone feel scarcity about this. You can be making absolute fucking millions and having insane success and having thousands of women and thousands of men and people in your programs and not burning yourself out. What's important is the sustainability piece, the processes the, you know, strong marketing strategies, the systems, the operations, all of those more masculine things. That doesn't mean that you have to do them. So I have people on my team that do that. I have a COO, I have a finance team, I have a 
um, like EA that does a lot of social media stuff. I have someone that does all the project management for all the different launches and all the operations stuff. I have some, like I have all of these people so that it's not all weighing on me. So once you get to a certain point in your business where you can be hiring contractors or employees that can be doing that, it's important because it's going to allow you to continue to grow your business without the burn out. Just because someone says on their social media or in their emails, whatever marketing they use, that they are running their business from their feminine and all they have to do is manifesting at a million people in their programs, it doesn't mean that's happening. Because I can guarantee you that whilst they're saying that, they're also doing a bajillion things behind the scenes to get those people in. And for them, it might feel easy in that time, in that moment, because the adrenaline is fueling their fire and it's feeling exciting. And I'm, I have no doubt they also love their job and then they burn out six months later. They can still, you can still, and I say this manifest and you'll get the people in and have the systems so that when all the people come in, you're not burning yourself out with a bajillion emails of customer service issues and have the system so that you're not wasting another three hours sending out a million contracts because you don't have an automated system. Does that make sense? Have these things so that yes, you're manifesting and you're doing, you know, the strategy things on the front end of your business and you're not also trying to wear 10 other hats that really should be other people's job. So the last thing that I want to say is that true feminine leadership, in my opinion, is having a business. And this is like for business owners or women that have a you know career, even if you don't have your own business. True feminine leadership is masculine structure because without the masculine, you can't have the feminine. Really important. So if if someone doesn't have masculine structure, they sure as shit are not in their feminine. I can tell you that right now. So masculine structure is really important to allow you to have the feminine flow, having systems, having operations, having all those things, having structure in their week and in their days. That is, you need that to be in your feminine. Otherwise you're going to be overwhelmed and in a state of chaos, which is going to just zap your nervous system. And then you're going to go into control freak and be in your head because you cannot relax. The other thing that's really important for feminine leadership is prioritizing your health, your sleep, not being obsessed with just money and success and a number, not saying, yep, I'll take those five extra clients because it's going to make me X amount of more money, but you're low on sleep and then you burn out in three months time. That to me isn't feminine leadership. Okay. Yes. I understand that you maybe want to help those three more people. And you get to make that money. But is that worth it? Is that integrity? No, I have that problem all the time. I look at my capacity planner. I have somebody emailing me being like, I want to be a one-on-one client right now. I look at my capacity planner and I can't take them. And it feels bad. It feels shit. And this is where the boundaries are important in your business. And I explained to them and 99% of the people respect it and actually really appreciate it and really respect me more for, for it. When I say to them, I so badly want to take you right now. But if I did that, one, I'd be going against my boundary, but two, I'd be over my capacity and it would not be fair on you or any of my other clients because I know that I am going to be lower on energy than if I get you to wait three months so that this person can finish their container and then I can start with you. 
people are going to respect, appreciate, and just see you more highly when you are honoring your boundaries and when you're showing up in a place of true leadership. So I will say, yeah, that last thing on feminine leadership that's most important is you honoring your boundaries and showing up in a way where it's actually serving people. And actually serving people means that you are not burnt out, that you are, of course, still showing up and running your business and working hard. I work hard, right? And I do not work hard, but then not have time to have dates with my fiance, to go on trips, to sleep in on weekends, all that kind of stuff. You guys know, or if you don't, now you do. I'm an avid skier. Met my fiance skiing. I'm absolutely obsessed with skiing. Have been for literally the day that I learned how to ski. My whole family is as well. And it's really important to me during the ski season that I get to ski. It makes me happy. It allows me to show up. I have goosebumps. It allows me to show up a million times better for you guys, for my clients, blah, blah, blah. So we planned literally six months, five months in advance, my calendar to ensure that when I'm skiing, so I'm often more on West Coast time or like mountain time, that my calendar gets pushed to a little bit of a different time zone so that I can take my clients earlier in the morning and then go skiing for the rest of the afternoon. We've worked that out. We do that in advance. We honor that that's really important to me. And I don't want to be able to not ski because of my business. I would like to be able to do both. And I'm a big believer. You get to have it all. You just can't have it all right at the exact same time. You can't have everything at 11 a.m. You can't be doing a client and skiing and being a great mom and being a great partner all at the same time. But you can do it all in that same day. It's just about honoring your time in that 24-hour cycle, having the right amount of time to sleep, having time to eat, having time to rest, having time to be a parent, having time to be a lover. And that really comes from running your business in a smart way, knowing how to manage your time, and also, most importantly, boundaries. Boundaries, self-respect, that self-awareness, the healing work, the long-term sustainability, and not being obsessed with a short-term goal that isn't going to give you the long-term goal. So I'm going to leave the episode there. I thought that was going to be like a 20-minute episode, but I went on for a while. I really hope that you guys got a lot out of that um, because I feel like I gave some really great insight. I would really appreciate it if you left a review below. Again, if you leave a review, we will send you that giveaway item. The details are below in the description so you can check them out. And on this note, the feminine CEO is where you need to be if you would like to run your business from a place of true feminine leadership. The Quantum Leadership Masterclass is also a great starting point for only $44. So obviously there's a a price difference between the Quantum Leadership Masterclass and the Feminine CEO. That could be a really great place to start. And then I also want to share with you guys that I do have a little, speaking of new programs, next year, I think it's going to be maybe April or something um, of next, of 2023, depending when this goes out. Um, I am actually going to be, at least I think I am going to be opening a new shorter program for every woman in any career, business, whatever called her. And that is all about feminine leadership. So whether you have your own business or whether you work for somebody else, 
everybody can join this. And it's, it's, it's literally for women in business. It doesn't matter if you have your own business or work for somebody else. It's going to be a shorter program that is going to give you everything that you need to be the ultimate feminine leader and really run your business from a sustainable way. So it's going to be a much shorter version of the feminine CEO with different content. So even if you already have the feminine CEO, joining her is going to be an additional component of content. It won't be overlapping. I mean, it's still me. So there could be like the tiniest overlap, but there's no intention for there to be overlap. If you would like higher level coaching support and immersion and that just intimate relationship with me, one-on-one coaching is absolutely where it's at. Um, I am booking up spaces for 2023, whether you have your own business or whether you don't, it doesn't matter. I take anyone from any walk of life wanting to do work on absolutely whatever in my one-on-one coaching. All you need to do is email support at monarchyateshealth.com. That email will get forwarded to me personally. So I'll read through it. And if you go on my website and go to the work with me tab and then the one-on-one coaching, you'll be able to read all about my one-on-one coaching. And there's a big list of all the different kind of things that we, that we can be working on. So you, you just have a bit of an idea and all the testimonials are there as well. As usual, guys, uh, if you haven't gotten the memo, please make sure that you're on the email list because I'm sending a lot more content and tips and tricks and information that is really going to help you through emails over Instagram. I'm still posting on Instagram. Of course, it's the hub and the emails are really, really important. We don't spam. We send all juicy things and the emails also look really pretty. So make sure that you are on the email list. Again, when you go to my website, you can just scroll down the very bottom and you can click to be added to my email list. Okay. I think that's everything. I hope that you all have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you guys in the next episode.